Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Where Podcast, episode 144. Are you kidding me? I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-hosts to my left. To my left, he's the 10th one of the world, the puncher of walls, Dicklish himself, Richard Garcia. How's it going, everyone? Good to have you, man. And rounding out the crew, you know him, you love him. He is a WWE simp. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. What's up, guys? How, how's everybody doing this fine, whatever night it is? Tuesday? Wednesday? I've lost count. It's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Oh, fuck. It's Wednesday night. We're, uh, apparently, we don't know what that means. I mean, we've been locked up for so long. Days kind of just don't matter anymore. <laughs> no, uh, Byron. Definitely doesn't matter. Haven't had you on the show in a while. What have you been up to? Super been busy. Uh, been working a lot. Um, and then I I produce another podcast that I'm working on. I can't wait to you guys see it. It's with the, the band Destroy Boys. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I don't know. They're apparently super blowing up. Really nice uh, f- women. I love I love talking to them and hanging with them. Uh, working on some music stuff, of course. And then my boys' volleyball season just wrapped. Uh, congrats to my team. We fa- we failed. We didn't get me my ring yet, so I'm not gonna retire until I get one. <laughs> Hopefully that's soon because it's extremely stressful. Um, yeah, and then obviously I'm pretty bummed right now because as of 20 minutes ago, the Clippers just lost. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, it's so heartbreaking being a sports fan. I, you guys know, right? Like, Yeah. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say this now. Like, yep. If I ever have kids, if I'm lucky enough to have kids or unlucky, depending how you look at it, um, I will never force anyone to be a Clipper fan. Like, right now it's too late for me. I'm hooked. Um but it's the worst. It's it's it doesn't end well. It never does. It never will. I don't even know if I'm gonna see a a championship in my lifetime. I'm talking like the series is over because I'm disappointed. It's not, but it might it might as well be because it's awful. Um, like what? like we were talking about before the show started. I root for like the teams that are never gonna win. I root for fucking the Clippers. Um, blame my dad and being broke as a kid because that's the only tickets we could afford. Uh huh. And the Raiders, dude. We're never going to win shit. At least you guys have the Lakers and the Dodgers, and I got Manchester United, and we haven't won it in forever. So, well, like, whatever. I'm, I'm a United fan, and, um, yeah, fucking David De Gea oh, God. has not blocked a penalty since 2016, <laughs> and they put him in a penalty shootout. Wow. What could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was painful. Dude, that's just making me more irate right now. Um, yeah, it's just a horrible day. Yeah, the Galaxy have been playing really well, so I I gotta gotta give uh, mad props for that. Um, but yeah, dude, I've been I've been working as well. Uh, work has kind of messed up my schedule because I'm a weekend boy. Now I work the weekend shift, but I get three days off during the week, so that's nice. Um, I'm just gonna say it. I, I work for SpaceX now, um, so Boom. that's super exciting, and I love my new job. It's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of great people work there. A lot of great people listen to the show now uh, that I'm getting to know them a little bit better. So shouts out to uh, my weekend baddies. And uh, yeah, dude, it's been a, it's been crazy. You got a baby coming in two months. I am. Ooh, I'm pumped. Baby Mark. Baby Mark. Baby Maxine 
is her name. Oh yeah, is, oh. Is that what they call female marks. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it uh, is now. If not, it is now. That's awesome. That's a good call for that. Uh, but for, Charlotte for is no discussion. We'll say it is. <laughs> Charlotte is no longer the queen. We have a new queen. Her name is Maxine because it rhymes. So <laughs> Queen Maxine. Queen Maxine. What do you got going on, Dick? Uh, just you know, working, doing the podcast. Uh, you know, every week, uh, same old stuff, except uh, you know, just as long as Vices keep keep churning out the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries, I'll be here reviewing them. Tomorrow's gonna be real interesting. Uh, it's gonna be on the on the Smith family, Jake uh, Jake Robertson's family. That's gonna be really dark. So, if, oh God, I get that out in the next couple of days. If you it's haven't like incest in that one. If you haven't done it so yet, go to our YouTube channel. Go to our YouTube channel and watch the Dick Side of the Ring reviews for the Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> uh, they're fantastic. Dick does a great job with them, and he's consistent, which is huge. So, the Dick Side of the Ring on the Put Me Over Podcast YouTube channel. Dick, you should start posting those on the regular um, uh, as audio listening too, because that'd be good to listen to on runs and shit for people out there who are hey, out and about. That's a great idea, dude. A little. Bonus PMOP bonus episode, or just put you know uh, uh, put me over dick side of the episode two three four whatever you know what I mean just keep it so it's like another sub show or whatever part of the network the put me over network. Ooh, we're expanding, baby. (sighs) I think we're we're gonna do. That's a good idea. Um, I think uh, when I get a chance, I'm gonna try to find some way to convert it over to um to the feed and put it on, on those networks. Yeah. You can, so you can, that. you can extract the audio from your video. Um, if you can't, if you need help, let me know. Cause I know how to do that too. Uh, but so there's a, I'm, I'm, and by the way, I am a complete noob when it comes to this stuff. So, uh, I'm going to, this is all work in progress. Hopefully, you know, as time goes on, we can kind of spruce things up a little bit. I love it. It's, it's great. We're, yeah, we're learning. Sure. Putting new irons in the fire over here at the put me your podcast. I love it. Um, let's get into the show, guys. Because only my God, there was so much stuff that happened today. But before we do that, you know we got to give it up to, to our sponsors. You know we got to give it up to our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel on Instagram. If you like rock and roll, if you like wrestling, well, this is the brand for you. Go check out Grudge Match Brand, Grudge Match Brand, and use our promo code Put Me Over for fifteen percent off your entire order. Act fast because what they do, they release a shirt and then it goes right back into the vault. So make sure you go check them out. Uh, they just released a new T-shirt for Redbeard, who is the ex uh, Eric Rowan, um, and it's it. I mean, it's just bloody and beautiful. And go check it out. Also, if you're in the market for some put me over merchandise, go check out putmeoverpodcast.com. Follow your put me over put me over podcast merchandise wants and needs. Get a shirt with my face on it. Dude, imagine this. On your t-shirt. <laughs> on you. Like, you can wear it. Loud and proud. Um, Kofi Forever is a promo code for 20% off your entire order there. And, yeah, I try to finish it right on time. So, um, those are the plugs. What are we going to talk about first, guys? You want to talk about Double or Nothing? Let's do a quick recap since you guys saw it. It seemed like I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what the results were and how they booked it. Double or nothing was huge this year. Um, I don't think I was bored in any match. Um, and that, that says a lot because there's another company out there uh, that can put on a show that has the main event, and that's about it. Um, 
let me go over the uh, results here. Unless, Dick, you have that pulled up. I just did some notes. Um, I kind of I kind of rewatched uh, the first half of the show. I didn't get a chance to watch it live, so I went back and watched it uh, earlier this afternoon. Uh, overall, you know, the, the one thing I will say is having a live crowd there, and it was nearly sold out, was such a game changer. It, and it was it was authentic crowd. They were hyped up from beginning to end. Maybe except toward the middle of the of the pay per view, they were kind of dying off. But man, they they really really picked up, and it just goes to show you how much live wrestling has been missed by everyone live things in general um but yeah the crowd was just on fire for any anything where and was it, it at or is it at daily's place daily's place the daily's place again it's gonna be crazy uh once they hit the road because that's kind of been their home base um and i was thinking because i heard wwe is going to start touring and one of the stops is, is going to be in jacksonville what do you think the odds are that wwe rents out daily's place for a raw because they probably see AEW having great shows and it looks great. Would 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 a, it, would AEW even let them? Uh, how much is um? How, what's the capacity on that? At Daily's place for Daily's place is around five grand. Oh no, nah, they're not gonna. Nah, they need bigger. Which for Raw that that's like yeah, that's too small for Raw. Okay, there's, I mean, there's two schools of thoughts. There's two schools of thought about it, if you think about it. If I'm Shad Khan, I wouldn't mind renting out to them because they're giving me money. That's money on a Monday uh, night to use the place. That's yeah, it. that's income. So that's one. And another thing is that they're using they're using my building for their show. Like I, it's money for them, but at the same time, maybe you don't want them to to use that because it's kind of them invading your territory. So yeah, depending on where your train of thought is. If, be a good angle. If Vince McMahon had any balls, he would try to get Daly's place. I don't think I don't think business wise though it would make sense. It's only five thousand. I mean, Raws are usually what in like Staples Center, as fuck like t- those type of arenas. That shit's massive. What the uh, Staples Center holds like eighteen thousand. I don't know if it's a wrestling event. About eight, eighteen, nineteen thousand. I mean, you got to keep in mind though. This is um, you know this is before the pandemic, so. Can't it's a, it's one thing trying to draw five thousand after uh, during a pandemic, but then to do a twenty thousand capacity arena after is it might take some time before they can actually do that. No fucking way! It's in Florida, right? Those cuckoos will find any reason <laughs> to go out and like WWE would be one of them, like to just go out and actually do something. Those fools fucking did a UFC event and sold that shit out. Remember? And that looked like there is no protocols at all. Keep in mind, like a, I went to Raw 15, at the, uh, where is it, in Ontario, their little their little stadium, the little the arena. Citizens or Citizens Loan or Citizens like Arena. Yeah. I went there before the pandemic, and they had huge, like basically the entire left side, the, the hard camera side was tarped off. So you want to say that like they sell out Staples Center. No, 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 they don't. And I can only imagine what they would probably do now that wrestling is coming back. Do you think people want to sit through Raw? Have you seen how bad Raw is? I haven't because I stopped watching. People are not on fire for Raw like they would be for an AEW, I think. I wonder. I also wonder if um, if it has to do with uh, like the show being whacked because a lot of the fans really can help dictate pacing and and choice and i think that we're gonna see that as live events start to happen i hope so so. 
I want to come back to watching Raw. I want to be excited about it. Uh, But it's not it right now. Um, Uh, Yeah. Have you had a chance to watch the new announcer on Raw? I have not, but I gave up. Adnan, uh, Adnan just kind of. He's pretty good. Okay. I think uh, I think he'll 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 he figure he'll figure out a stride. It's nothing that you can just jump into. Even as good as Michael Cole or, or as bad as Michael Cole is, um, like it took him a while to find his stride. It's really tough to be a commentator on on a wrestling show because you you're either filling in for big shoes, you know, like before you. I think it's just yeah, it's something you got to ease into. You can't just make your impression on the first unless you're like Marwanalo. But yeah, that's a yeah, different case. That's a that's a whole different bird right there. That's special. Um, so the, there's only one problem. He's no longer there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though, like, uh, uh, at, or any at, commentator in any sport, it's tough to get your your footing unless you have that experience in another arena, which like a Morrow does. I think what's his name is doing really well. Oh, uh, Pat McAfee's Pat. the shit. Yeah, he's but he, he's legit. You want to know why he's the shit? Because he actually watches wrestling. The guys that they're getting for Raw. Have they don't watch wrestling? They don't know shit about anything. Uh, they don't know shit about from fuck. Hockey. Um, from hockey. Adnan came what? from baseball. Ad- Adon- oh, okay. And um, this new guy, Jerry Smith, he's from Bellator. Jimmy Smith came from Bellator. Oh, okay. Well, I think that that can it can translate if you're good at because it's a whole different skill set being a color. Yeah, it does help to know the knowledge, but. Like as you see with the the more famous or like a lot of the successful play by play or color guys, they do a lot of sports. So, um, but he's a lead guy. He's not the color. He's not the. He's an analyst in Bellator. He's the lead announcer. Um, Ooh, we'll see. That's that's a that's a lot to ask from a guy that doesn't watch wrestling uh, to come in and be the lead guy on their flagship show. I think is he still doing the other sports or is he just obviously he probably is right so he can maximize his money. I mean, you got to make that money, but I don't know. Right. Dick, do you know? Yeah, um, all I know is he's commentating raw uh, for from here on out. So he might whatever contractual agreements he has, he might still be going. But as far as I know, he's he's just working raw. Hopefully, they turn the ship around because <laughs> that ship is shit right now. Um, There's a couple good. You know what? Raw. It's not even. It's not even the least of the problems. That's the sad part about Raw. The commentary is the least of the problems. I mean, it's I hear it's just re, uh, the re, rematch after rematch every week. No? Yeah, for the most part, it is. It is. I mean. And that's my I'm problem. Of seeing, yeah, it's weird. Lashley and McIntyre, how many times are we going to run that shit? They did Kofi. They had Kofi McIntyre run it a couple of times. You know, that kind of. Uh, match, but yeah, and of course, guess who won? Drew. I'm a kind of over Drew McIntyre at this point. A lot of people but are. I think they're setting it up for. I think they're trying to um, blow it off finally. Come into to the next Hell in a Cell or whatever. Should have been blown off the last what, backlash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I, I I had a great time watching Double or Nothing. Um, Jungle Boy is next in well, not next in line, but he has an opportunity. He won the Battle Royal. Um, so he's going to be facing Kenny Omega at some point. Leo Rush made his comeback to a national stage. Um, he was doing MLW, right, Dick? Or TNA? He was for a little bit, and he signed a New Japan. Okay. So he's starting to, I mean, and hopefully, like, once, you know, Japan is good to go, they're able to get people back in. Uh, 
New Japan right now is currently not running any shows till um, really until this weekend. So after this weekend. So hopefully once that clears up, he can go. He can go to Japan and do some work. Leo Rush uh, is, is yeah, it was is great major, seeing, dude. Yeah, I just want to say about the Jungle Boy uh, winning. I was surprised that he won, but boy, was everyone glad that he won because Tony Khan getting the rights to uh, Tarzan Boy is already paying dividends. Like the crowd is eating it up. It is such a great song to have. Yeah, I mean, it makes him more complete. I feel like they do need to like uh, trim the verse a little bit because that song is the chorus, right? You need to make it like um, radio, fr- like the radio version. Basically, you need to make the chorus come faster. Right. Uh, but other than that, it's yeah. an awesome song. It's just the the verses the get a little quiet. Song, and it's, yeah. it fits his character perfectly. Like it's so great. Good for Baltimore C- cashing in. <laughs> Years later, oh, yeah. uh, Britt Baker beat Hikaru Shida after her one-year reign. Um, I thought it was an okay match, nothing spectacular. I felt like they were kind of rushing a little bit, uh, but the right person won in the end. Um, and God damn it, Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy and Pack. That should, I mean, a lot of people say that should have been the main event, but I get why it wasn't the main event. It wasn't the main event. What the what main evented? Stadium Stampede. Oh, of course. There's just yeah. so much going on. The crowd would have been dead by the time the main event came around if it was going to be the world title. Speaking of which, uh, uh, did you want to expand on the uh, the the title match, Dick? Yeah, just um, just uns- it was unsurprisingly. There's no way Kenny was going to drop the belt. Uh, both both guys. Uh, both uh, Cassidy and Pac did, um, they were great in the match. Uh, a lot of interference, though. Um, that's one thing I'm starting to notice with these uh, with the elite matches now is that they're relying a lot more on interference. Um, it wasn't so bad on the in the Bucks versus Moxley Kingston match, but when it got to the world title match, it became interference galore. Don Callis was doing commentary and literally said, "Oh shit!" and took his yeah. headset off and ran to the ring to interfere because Orange Cassidy was about to win it. And they made you believe. They made you believe that Kenny was in danger of losing the title, which, as a wrestling fan, hyped me up because I wasn't sure exactly how the match was going to end, which is what you want to have in, in, a, in a main event, especially co-main okay. event. Who ate the pin? Who, who ate the pin? Uh, Orange Cassidy? Was it Cassidy? Damn. I thought they were going to give it to Pac to eat that. I honestly don't know because um, I, I forget. Uh, but the uh, the stadium stampede was awesome. It it wasn't as goofy as the first one, but I loved it. I mean, they, the inner circle came out and they like for the first time since maybe Owen Hart or Sting, we had people rappelling down from high above. That that was just a cool thing to see. <laughs> R.I.P. Owen Hart. Uh, but that was just something different, something new. All five guys coming down. They look like the Ghostbusters in, in uh, Ghostbusters Two. Uh, when they're when they're there's a, yeah Ghostbusters Two when they're taking out uh, the uh, the what Vigo. They're taking out Vigo. I don't know if you remember Vigo but, the Carpathian. Vigo the Carpathian. Yes, they, the Statue of Liberty comes and smashes the top of the museum, and they come and repel down. Um, I th- I thought that I thought that was really cool, and then the match. Alone, there was I. I mean, there wasn't even a spot where Sean Spears was like doing a callback to um, Reservoir Dogs, where like he was like dancing with a chair, like about to torture um, 
who was that? Uh, Sammy Guevara. Um, but the right team won. Inner circle. Do we? I, I forgot if I won the predictions or not. I feel like we might have tied. Um, let me go ahead and recap real quick. Let's see. Serena. Um, you know what? I think that you did. You did win. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, you won. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just bragging rights for, I guess, for AEW. Because me and Tony Khan are like this, son. Um, anything else stick out from the show for you, Dick? The Young Bucks match? I heard that was pretty uh, good. Tag team. The young, young Bucks, uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston was a great match. This is actually the match I was really looking forward to the most because just the fact that I'm whenever Eddie Kingston, man, that guy could sell. That guy could, could sell you to anything. Uh they both come out to uh, Wild Thing by X, the, the one from Major League. Uh, another great song, by the way. Like I think it's, I think it fits John Maxley out now. I was just getting used to his to his theme, um, but I mean, if as long as it's not like the 1960s one that he came out to, you give me yeah. the 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 one the, the the rock and roll version. I'm down. <laughs> Ricky Vaughn did it come? To, did Ricky Vaughn come out to the X version? Yes, he no, did. Huh? No, I yes. thought it was the, the the older school one. No, that was that was the that was the X one. The, the one in the movie oh, was by X. Okay, then it's it, I think that's hilarious, but yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were challenging their inner Ricky Vaughn. That's the greatest sports movie ever. I don't care, dude. That shit's fucking funny. Major League is awesome. First Major League. <laughs> First Major League. Yeah, they kind of lost it in Major League too, but still. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. That that was our that was a recap for double or nothing. Let's talk about. Let me ask you a question, Drew. Yeah. Do you think this one was better than uh, the previous two double or nothings? Like, where would you compare this one to the other two? I mean, I don't really remember the first one because we were there live, and uh, I was pretty wasted. But the first one just felt (laughs) maybe because I was there, it just felt special, you know. Um, yes. especially when you had Moxley making that big, uh, the big debut at the end. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe you had Sting wrestling for the first time. I, I gotta, I gotta put this one up at the at the top of the double nothing. Sting diving off shit still at sixty two years old. Yes. Spinal stenosis. Be damned. We didn't even talk. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that match, and Sting put out a hell of an effort. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's sixty-two. Darby Allen did all the heavy lifting, obviously, but he can still go. And I was just waiting for Tony Schiavone or Excalibur to make the call. I needed, I needed Sting to put Scorpio in the Scorpion Deathlock or the Scorpion Death Drop. I wanted them to call it the Scorpio Death Drop, uh, but it didn't happen. Uh, sadly, it was, it was right there. It was right there, man. I agree. Um, but then, yeah, I don't want to run down the whole card, but those those were the highlights. Um, if I was, if I if I had to tell you to go back and watch a couple matches, it would be the Stadium Stampede and the main event or the uh, the world title match. Those are my favorite matches, and the tag match. I would go back and watch it as well. I actually need to add that to my list because yeah, I got home from work a little late, um, and I missed that one. But yeah, let's. Uh, what? 
Let's get into some news. Take it away, Dick. Well, you know, you know, I thought it was going to be an easy day today, but today was just, let's just get into it. Uh, WWE announced another set of uh, cutbacks, and uh, they were some pretty significant cutbacks. Total of six, six, six wrestlers were released. You got Braun Strowman, which is probably the biggest name of them all, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, Lana, and Santana Garrett. These were all I see you. These were all shocks to me. Um I don't know. I I, I have a lot to say, um, but I want to hear what the simp has to say about it first. Uh well some of those people I don't mind. Like I mean Lana, whatever. Uh, who else? Braun Strowman's the biggest surprise because he is like a freak show type, yes. and Vince loves the freak shows. That that would to me was shocking, even more shocking than Alistair Black in my opinion. Because Alistair Black, it looks like they try to give him that new gimmick, and maybe they're just like, you know what? Let's just cut ties, um, just cut it clean. They don't see you know either the story was going to take too long, or they just weren't feeling it, or maybe they have plans for other NXT guys to come up. Who knows? And they didn't see him in the future, immediate future. So that could be a blessing. And I don't know. Like, if some of these people had backstage beef or what, I need to know. There's something up, right? Um, Santana Garrett, yeah, I saw that happening. Um, who cares? Uh, well, they didn't even Riot, give her a I chance, don't... but yeah, go on. Yeah, right, right. but like, uh, what I mean is, like, it's no surprise that she that, that happened. Uh, Ruby Wright, I'm sure Bobby's heartbroken and all of BP, our hometown, <laughs> pour one out. Pour one out for Ruby. Um, she has potential, but, I mean... WWE has a pretty stacked women's division. I just don't know where she fits in right now. Um, NXT does. Yeah, like even if she like she can't go down there, there's no room on the main roster, obviously, right now. Um, yeah, uh, it's a bummer for Alistair, and it's a bummer for Murphy. I really thought he could be like WWE's poor man Omega, like the in-ring worker. Poor man um, Omega. <laughs> like, like. You know, it, it, like diet Omega, like you, you're not you're not rich enough to buy the or generic. You're the generic. Yeah, that was a Shasta Omega version. In a bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. RC like, Omega. <laughs> exactly. He came in a three gallon uh, bottle instead of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was still the same price. So you get more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, nothing really shocks me with these releases because again, they could just do it whenever they want. Uh, there's there's blessings though. Like now they can go elsewhere if they want. Uh, you know, there's AEW at New Japan, which I'm sure some of them are going to probably dive into, especially Lana, because I see her joining her husband pretty soon. Soon. That's the so, one person yeah, I do not want to go to AEW. And you know she is right. You know, you know Miro's over there already, like putting in a good word for her. What if she just gets out of wrestling? That that's that's another option. She 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 can act right. She's gotten into acting and modeling and and doing like reality TV, mm-hmm. um, I, right? Like, yeah. I feel like it's more of a grind. I think something's wrong with your camera, uh, Byron. Um, yeah. It's more of a grind. I think maybe she doesn't need to even continue wrestling. Um, my my thing with uh, with Santana Garrett is she was in NXT. She might have had a couple matches on Raw, 
um, getting squashed by Charlotte, but they never gave her a chance. And coming from Southern California, she was kind of a staple of the indie indie scene. Um, she was like a new age Mickey James. I thought super talented. Um, and you know, was great in the ring, great outside the ring. Um, I felt like there was money left on the table with her. Uh, Alistair black is just another person that gets called up by WWE to the main roster. And they just don't know what to do with you. You're too talented to be around, you know, what we're doing. Obviously, um, they, they they had him do like those backstage come back and fight me um, for like months. They they just bungled him right out of the get go. Um, I'm actually happy he's not going to be there anymore. Um, and I think all these people are going to be fine. This isn't like they're, right. they're dead or you know they they can't go anywhere else. I think Tony Khan needs to go out and sign Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, and Ruby Riot and Santana Garrett. Those are the those are the names you should go for. Dick, what do you think? Oh, uh, let's let me add some context to it. So, uh, this morning was reported by Sean Rassap, uh, and it just blew up once once everyone started verifying the reports. Everyone just started blowing up. Um, Braun Strowman was obviously the biggest surprise of them all. This guy has a he had a huge contract. He resigned back in 2019, and he had a seven figure deal. Well, and he was in. Yeah, that's another thing to consider, was that he was getting paid very well. Didn't he just come out talking shit about indie wrestlers, too? I'm going to get to that in a second. Okay. I'm going to get to that in a second. So, looks like someone's going to be an indie wrestler. Yes, so um, I'm going to get to that in a second. I'm glad you brought that up. So he did resign in 2019, so a seven-figure deal. Uh, he was he just got done with a few with Shane McMahon. They just put him in the WWE title match at the last pay-per-view. He won the universal title against Goldberg at WrestleMania last year. So he was in a very comfortable situation. They gave him sound effects. Exactly. (laughs) He wasn't the only one. He got abs. He wasn't the only one. And he he sticked to his diet and he got really shredded. The point of it is this. I know what happened. Sorry. What happened? He lost his hair. Vince was like, oh, no, no. He lost his mojo. Oh, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, dude. He did. He probably, dude. We don't need another big show. It's a funny story. Wait, Vince, we oh, don't have the big God. show. What's? F- <laughs> we don't <laughs> call him up. <laughs> it's Vince. He doesn't work for us anymore. He's hired for a. What's AEW? Go on. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, you were saying a few minutes ago, Drew was at um, during the pandemic. Uh, Evil Uno put out a tweet saying that right now there's no uh, there's no bookings. Wrestlers aren't taking bookings. If you can pur- if you can support them by buying merchandise, please do so. And Braun Strowman uh, responded by saying, "Well, um, then they shouldn't be in this industry. If, if that was the case, they shouldn't." Uh, it was really condescending, and it was very it was very insensitive given the circumstances. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't be in this business, Braun. <laughs> I mean, I. Guarantee you WWE's yeah. gonna once they have the money they're gonna get they're gonna hire him back. Or if you take a pay cut. Maybe that's now part, we're of, the that part in a bit. Yeah. Now we're gonna get into that part in a bit. So that's what Braun said a year ago, now he's unemployed. Get rid of that contract. He's gone. Um, do they have to know, pay out Murphy, those contracts or they just stop it? I guess I think they stop the it. They stop it. Maybe 
They, I mean, if they were smart, they would have signed like a, if you terminate this contract early, I get like half of it or something, right? That's got to be a thing right. that they do. I like a clause. They probably have some sort of clause. There's a like clause. Buyout clauses, yeah. Buyout clause, yeah. Yeah, but it's not a buyout clause that they fire you. It's They'll pay you up to a certain point, what proportion of how much you were working. Yeah. So um, with Strowman, it was interesting, like I said. It's a huge contract, so they're saving money by getting rid of him. Uh, Buddy Murphy, you know, the guy was – he was getting there. He was being used. He was being featured. But just lately, they haven't found anything for him, and they unfortunately let him go. And he's been with the company since 2013. That He's been there for a while. Well, Blake and Murphy, they can come back together. They can come back together, there I guess. There you go. Yeah. Alistair Black was really disappointing because yep. he he came into NXT, you know, as this guy who had a lot of potential. And NXT did very well. He, I thought he fit the mold perfectly. Man. But when we went to go see them he got, uh, for War Games, that entrance alone got me goosebumps. And, like, I was, like, fired up. Uh, yes. And, yeah, won't see that again. Yeah, unfortunately not. Um, but once he got to the main roster, once he got called up to Raw, that was basically the beginning of the end. And you could tell, like, it just was not a good mix. Yeah, um, I don't think Vince got him. I don't think Vince got the whole the whole package. And you know what's funny about that is that he went on uh, he went on his wife's uh, Twitch channel. Uh, talking about the release and he had nothing but complimentary things to say about Vince, about the creative team. In fact, he was actually defending the creative saying it's not their fault. You know, don't blame them for what happened. Uh, Vince was very high on him. He thought that he was to find something, but at the end of the day, he got, he got released. I don't know. Well, I wonder if there is, if there's some sort of like, if some of them asked for the release too, like, and they just said, okay, you know what I mean? Like maybe Tommy N or I mean whatever he's going to be called. Um, is, Tommy N. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to um, like. He if he if he's okay with it because he seems pretty okay. Like by all the reports. Um, well, I feel like you don't want to like know. burn your bridge on the way out. Like you kind of want to leave that door open. Oh, for sure. Unless you're CM Punk, sure. you slam that door Absolutely. shut. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's one of those bitter employees who's I, like I think- fuck it, whatever. I think with Punk, he realized that the bullshit just wasn't worth to come back to. So Plus, he got paid already. Different. He has enough money. He doesn't need he doesn't need WWE. Um, but going back to Black, um, yeah, he was very complimentary about the company. Um, almost kind of like borderline in denial, I guess you could say, what, what happened. Um, but he was pitching ideas to creative. He was trying to get – he was pitching ideas to them, trying to get himself over, trying to get himself involved. But nothing. They just didn't have any, anything for him. Sucks. Um, yeah, it's and, and I was mentioning one more thing about Black is that he even asked to go back to NXT, and they denied his request. Yeah, um, I I think yeah, I don't just that. I think that's the one that bummed me out because there was so much potential. There's so much money left on the table with Aleister Black, and I think out of everybody, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. I think I think it's a no brainer he goes to AEW. Uh, Ruby Riot yeah, is another uh, super underutilized. Like she was just a jobber at this point, um, just getting beat by everybody. Didn't couldn't waste, get any momentum. 
uh, super waste of talent with Ruby Wright, and I, I'm a big Ruby Wright fan. And well liked by everyone. So with especially this, Bobby. Um, especially Bobby, um, WWE now has two women's tag teams for their tag division. Um, you have Tamina and Natalia, and you have Shayna and Nia, and that's it. I think you have there's another team, Mandy and um, who uh, her partner because they're so oh, Mandy and Dana, yes. And there's another uh, who's that? Who's the one teaming with um, Trinity Fatu? Lana. With Naomi. That was Lana. Lana. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So Rest in Lana and Naomi. That, they took out two tag teams so, on this. There you go. So I mean, the the main and roster you, definitely the, doesn't have the 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 women that you know NXT has. Um, maybe they, that's part of it. Maybe they're trying to bring some NXT women up, like uh, maybe the greatest woman wrestler. Ever she might be coming up soon. Who knows? Io, Io, yeah, she may be coming up. So we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they'll do like uh, Io and Oscar uh, because that's what they know. The to, of, that's what they know to do. <laughs> the coronavirus oh, match, man. the first ever coronavirus. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> Well, you're 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 Asian, so you can get you can get away with it. Yeah, I won't. Uh, but I won't yeah, touch that what a shitty release. That sucks. I feel bad for them, but like like with everything in life, timing is everything. Like, who knows if they would have came at a certain time? Like, some of these guys would be bigger stars. It's tough. It's tough. Wrestling is a hard business to make it in. Yeah, and sustain. Well, yeah, that's the that's the, the and you don't know what to expect as well. That's another thing. And like, I get I get that it's a business and. You know they're they're in they they're there to make money, right? Um, but don't like absolutely don't dangle the carrot. I guess is like a, an analogy I can use. Like don't don't make me feel like I should be invested in these people when you don't have any plans for them, and you know at any moment you can just take it all away. Um, not that I was invested in Braun too much, but uh, for a guy like Buddy or or Alistair or Ruby or even I mean Santana Garrett. Um, those are people that I thought there was a lot of money in, and they 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 super dropped the ball. I feel like from the get go, especially Aleister Black. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's shitty. They're not dead. <laughs> they're gonna be fine. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, I, they made a lot of money. They're fine. Yeah, they hopefully they saved it. Um, and Aleister's got like his clothing company. Uh, maybe him and him and Zelina can can get back can like finally be like an on-screen thing i don't want to see miro and lana together in AEW. like that's you know the last thing happening. i want to see you know it's i do not want to see that shit dude it's happening dude. he's gonna start doing cuck stuff again dude <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't need lana right now absolutely not oh that's so funny and and like he's at right now Drew. in AEW, he's fine next thing you know like trent is gonna start banging lana and like miro's gonna have to watch like <laughs> so, I, I, I'd watch. Oh God, but like, no, like no, you said, Drew, no. like wrestling isn't for everybody. Maybe she should. Like some of these people, what if they just want to move on to their next career? Because wrestling is tough. It's like the acting, entertainment business, or music business. Like you know, there's maybe they just move on. Like Lana, you know, she could do a lot of these. Braun could be a freak show actor. He could be an My, action star, I suppose. My name's Braun Strowman, <laughs> and welcome to Braun Strowman's used cars deal lot. You're gonna get these deals. <laughs> 
Yo, oh god! I guarantee you, someone will buy. T- there will be some marks with money who would buy cars from him. And oh my, what? Life. What's this? Is that Brad Snowman? He's in the impact zone. <laughs> oh, you know that could be a possibility. That, that's too. definitely a possibility for sure. <laughs> Brad Snowman. <laughs> oh my god! But, yeah, at the end of the day, everyone's everyone's gonna be fine. They're they're gonna be fine. Um. Yeah, I have no, I have no problem with, I have no issues about them. You know, they're they're not going to be struggling for work at the end of the day, so they'll be fine. I agree. Um, the one thing though that did kind of offset a lot of people was that the reasons that they were given was because of budgetary cuts. Bro, they've never made more money than they're making right now. Yeah, I was about to tell. I was Which, about to say, why doesn't Vince just shelf? Shelf some of these guys. Like I would shelf Braun until until it's time for there's something you know you need that type of character. That's exactly what I would have done. I don't know why they would have lose an asset like that. That's a character you can always break glass in case of emergency type. You yeah, know? like you can always cash a big motherfucker when you need him. So why not just shelve him? That's the that's like the biggest surprise to me is Braun because you can use that guy in so many different ways, but like I don't think Vince thinks that anymore. So well. I think uh, the rumors have been swirling around for a while, and after today, I, I kind of what I've been saying before is now kind of more obvious now. And you get you, you try to get rid of someone who's making seven figures a year. You're you're doing some budgetary cuts to eventually do something with the company down the road. Do you think that WWE is shopping around? That could be a way for them to be like, look, we're we're not spending that much money, NBC. Do you want to buy us? Okay. Vince is getting old. Maybe. Maybe Triple H and Stephanie don't want to run it. Shane's like, nah, nah. I'll, I'm not down. Yeah, Triple H wants to run it. Triple H wants to run that shit. And, or, and, or, and look at conspiracy Nick theory. Ever... Oh, sorry. But I think if they are trying to save money, maybe they have a deal in place where they're going to spend it somewhere. Somewhere where there's a lot of slanted-eyed motherfuckers, you know. So like maybe they're they're dropping off so that they make room for, you know, if there's like a partnership with some organization from the far far east. They are not. So they are not. There is no so what if, freaking well, way. So what? We'll if, get to that in a bit. So what if? I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. But yeah, you're trying. You're, you're saying they're gonna get Okada to no, sign I'm with saying, WWE. I know I'm saying if they do some sort of partnership agreement that it may cost them some money or just to make room for some of these matches or storylines. The only reason they're going to New Japan is to get Dan O'Brien to re-sign. Which is a smart move, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's not going to be like this crazy talent exchange. It's going to be Dan O'Brien being able to go wrestle over there. And I think it'll kind of be like what WCW did with Great Muta with Wrestle on Nitro every once in a while. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. Even then, I, that's going to be at a bare minimum. I, I that's going to be very, very minimal if that were the case. But um, since you already brought it up, uh, we might as well talk about it right now. So it was reported last week in the Observer that uh, Nick Khan, again, this is a name that we're going to be hearing quite a bit. We've been hearing for quite a while. Wasn't talks with New Japan about working some sort of partnership agreement between them and WWE and being its exclusive American partner. I don't know. I feel like they've already been working with AEW. Um, I don't see them backstabbing AEW 
for I mean, I don't know, maybe the money's good. Maybe they need the money after all these pandemic shutdowns. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like that door is at the just, end of the day, it, it's really about It's all about the money. I get 100% it. I get it. Vince. Exactly. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even be like I I'd laugh because I think business wise, New Japan it it would it would help increase their product. Um, at least for getting eyes on the the, the product. Look what Jericho did. Uh, it's a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such a smart move, but we'll see what happens. I think it's going to happen in some form. Uh, just imagine they had like WrestleMania, like, or Wrestle Kingdom, Roman Reigns or some shit, you know, like that shit would blow up Japan or something. So we'll see. Who would, knows? They, would they, uh, would they bow down to the tribal chief? They have to, dude. The greatest wrestler. <laughs> Everyone the world. has to. <laughs> Everyone has to. I buy down if you walk by me right now. Shit. Oh, geez, Louise, man. Well, I mean, that's that was the biggest story today. Um, I'm mean, a couple other wrestlers that, that aren't going to be working for a wrestling company anymore. Is uh, Awesome Kong? She got released from AEW today, along with Shanna. She did? Yeah. Wow, I thought there would be a use it was, for it was her. More of a- it was a quiet release. Uh, awesome Khan really hasn't been wrestled. She's largely retired. Yeah, that surprises me. Kinda. I, I thought she was. They hired her to like be a coach too, but maybe that all that stuff kind of got put on hold. Um, I think Shanna uh, getting released was more of a shock to me than than Kong, because um, she's still been wrestling on on Dark, um, and I'm, I was a big fan of hers. But I don't know. Apparently, there's like backstage heat. I don't know. Um, but that's all rumors and speculation. I don't know. Who knows? I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with, with Shauna. Um, but it, uh, yeah, they did release her last week. Um, but I just want to go back. I want to go back to the whole, this speculation of what's going on with WWE. So yes, they are in talk with new Japan right now. It's just in the early stage, but everyone is having like, you know, fantasy booking and I can't blame them for, fantasy booking what could possibly happen at the end of the day if you were to ask me what is going to happen and this is just all ploy to get dan o'brien to resign yeah will there be talent going to japan i think so now could we see like okada going to raw or smackdown no i really doubt that hell no but if it's if it's a ploy to get dan o'brien to resign you know they're going to do whatever they can because they cannot lose dan o'brien imagine they do though well i don't yeah, I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to be a full-time wrestler anymore. Regardless, he'll be like a special attraction or like work backstage. Um, but yeah, it ma- Okada ain't coming no fucking SmackDown. Okada Imagine? will be like no. uh, a, re- a wrestling like a pay-per-view, like a, like a SummerSlam <laughs> or something, you know? Imagine Okada like, like showing up in Mobile, Al- Alabama for a random SmackDown. Like, no, Hell he's not no. doing that shit. Hell no. <laughs> You know we're, how many crackers no. he's gonna rainmaker on his way to the arena? <laughs> we're coming, we're coming to you live from the Talking no. Stick Arena. Okada's making his debut. Like hell, no, he's not coming. Oh no. God! Or it would be sick if they had an NXT New Japan like partnership where they would like Finn Balor versus Okada or some shit. That'd be wild. Who knows? Now, we'll see. Now they've been talking about trying to get NXT Japan, so that could also be another way to get them in there and oh, yeah. backdoor into a Japanese expansion. That's, I feel that's like very possible. I, I New Japan can't let that happen because they're just going to go in there and just oh, I'll take you 
and I'll take you. Um, I can't say your name, so you can stay over there, Shingo Takagi. Um, oh, but I'll take you. Um, I, I, I can't. I, they can't allow WWE to just go in there and, and just take all their people. Look what happened in the UK. Perfect example. I mean, yeah, but I feel like Beef. I feel like UK wrestling isn't held to the same level as like uh, like a New Japan, where it's been like you know it's been around since like the the beginning. You know, New Japan, All Japan. Um, there's a lot of like legend, like lore in in New Japan, right? Um, right. So I don't know, man. That 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 would suck. Yeah, who'd you rather see, but, William Regal or Antonio Inoki? You know, so like, you know? there's a difference. There's a difference. There's levels to this. Dude, Inoki's like seventy. Inoki's like close saying. to seventy. No, but I'm saying as far as like legend in the world of wrestling status, even though Regal's a legend, don't get me wrong, but Inoki fucking wrestled right. Muhammad Ali right. for crying out loud. But yeah, right. But I'm um, going back to I'm going to go back to uh, to uh, the UK. They were going through a renaissance period where like you had all these great British wrestling promotions popping up. And then once WWE UK showed up, decimated by the rules, and a lot of the promotions folded as a result. Plus, it was during the pandemic. Too. I don't that that really fucked up a lot. No, this is before the that this is before the pandemic actually. Well, the, you mean like the actual folding of some? Like when they bought Evolve uh, and like oh yeah, a, yeah, a lot of the a lot of a lot of the UK ICW. wrestling ICW. Yep, they all like they, kind of folded. They yeah, took they, everybody. They, they weren't all the same. They they probably if that's the case they probably would have folded even before or without WWE's help. There was a big or, Me Too movement going on down there too. Uh, a lot of shitty wrestlers, <laughs> a lot of shitty wrestlers over in the UK. That also didn't help you. Uh, that also didn't help you either. Um, but this. But I'm gonna leave this one final thought. Yeah. I just want to leave this one final thought since we're like kind of talking about what's going on with WWE, you know, because last week, we, you know, the rumors about the New Japan deal and then now with these, with these budget cuts. And I, I, I still think at the end of the and also you got to keep in mind, NBC Universal uh, just bought, you know, the rights to air the WWE content on Peacock for a billion dollars. For five years. You don't think in their mind, over five years, you don't think in their mind they're like, well, we already have the rights to the content. Why not just throw a couple billion more at them and sell the company and, and buy the company? Might as well. Why, why, why pay for the cow when you get the milk for free? I don't know. <laughs> Five billion dollars. That would be the end of an era, dude. Nah, it's not happening. It's got to keep it in the family. Got to keep it in the family. Uh, and yeah. Here's, here's to keep in mind. When UFC sold, when when um, when, Z- when Zufus sold the UFC for four billion dollars, you don't think in Vince McMahon's mind that I could probably get WWE for a higher price? And this was back in what 2010, 2011 when when UFC sold for that much. Yeah, but to me, Vince doesn't is not doing it for the money. He's doing it for like just the power. You the know clout. what I mean? Like he has all the money in the world right now, so he's just big dick and power. You know that's that's Vince. Grapefruits. Yeah, he's not gonna give up the WWE. That's like giving us us giving up our dicks. We're not gonna do that shit. You know, some people do it. I don't know. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, Vince is Vince is 75 years old. I mean, he's not gonna be around forever. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying like right now or next year he's gonna do that. But I mean, down the road, that's that they're gonna have that conversation. Like, how much and gas does 
Giddens have? A lot. That's the thing. I mean, he's he has. Whoa. Kind of brisk up the company to make sure everything is in the books looks great. Uh, he is a great replacement for Vince McMahon when it comes to um, when it comes to these PR meetings and these earnings reports. I a lot, he deflects a lot of the questions over to Nick. So really, if you think about it, like really Nick, Stephanie, and Triple H are really like kind of like doing a lot more of the duties right now, thinking that maybe down the road that might be who's going to be running the company, but. In the back of their mind, you know they that the thought of them selling the company is going to be there. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's so crazy, dude. Um, you guys got anything else to add before we wrap this thing up? No, I think I'm pretty good. It's kind of crazy doing it this late at night. I'm getting sleepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. This this was a special show. I think um, this this was news that I I don't think could wait. Um, and keep in mind, like you know. Not really watching Raw. NXT is happening, but I can't really find any time to watch that since they moved to Tuesday. Um, but we we had to like talk about this specific um, news because it's it's so it's so big. Uh, we'll be back next week with oh, yeah. uh, with the NXT in your house preview show, and um, it's it's good to have you know a panel of people talking over each other a lot of times and having a good time, having a good banter, having a good chat. Um, on this episode of the Put Me Over podcast, you guys got anything to add? Nope. Fuck the Clippers. Fuck Luka Doncic. That's it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us on another edition of the Put Me Over podcast. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with our in your house predictions. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Download them, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next time. <laughs>